today we have the pleasure of meeting with Linda Jensen. She is a certified athletic trainer with Children's Mercy, and she is the athletic trainer at Turner High School. Welcome, Linda. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing well. I noticed uh, I looked up some information about you and saw that you went to Southwest Baptist University in Missouri and Southwest Missouri State University. Can you talk a little bit about uh, how you chose those schools and what uh, certifications and degrees you got from there? Well, I chose uh, Southwest Missouri State because that was the one I got the most scholarships for and it had the program that I was interested in. I did um, my undergraduate type work at um, SMS. One of the main, re I mean, probably the main reason that I chose to transfer to SBU was a trainer that I worked with. We were in a car accident when we were with the soccer team okay. and he was severely injured. We thought he was okay. And then he was sitting in the doctor's office and had a blood clot and died. So it was hard for me to go because he and I had worked together. So it was hard for me to go to the fields where I used to work with him. Gotcha. So I just decided that I would just transfer and get a, you know, kind of restart. And because it was, yeah, it was just really hard to deal with him not being there with Mike not being there anymore. So, so I transferred to SBU there. I knew their athletic trainers and their student trainers. So, and it was closer to home, which I mean, it wasn't that far, but so I transferred there because one of the things that the trainer at SMS had always said was athletic training, the more different experiences you can get in different settings, the better off you'll be. Right. And SMS was a lot larger than SBU was. So, um, so I just transferred schools. Oh, nice. Good. Um, well, it is National Athletic Trainer Month, and yes, I know yes. you do a lot of uh, special stuff for our students here. Uh, dealing with emotional support and a lot of our our students here um, think of you as a second mom or an aunt or you know, that kind of person can you explain how uh, athletic training deals with the mental side uh, as well as the physical side well the mind is included in everything you can't take your mind out of an activity no matter what you're doing with it and emotions you know We've seen we can all show different videos of sports where you go from jubilation to being just distraught in a blink of an eye. I mean, watch the Super Bowl and you got one side of the field where they're jumping up and down and screaming and you've got the other side that just, you know, like they're in a catatonic state as they walk off the field. So emotions, emotions play a lot in sports and some kids use it as a, a way of trying to escape what's happening in their world outside of sports. It's their quote unquote happy place. Other times there's kids where they put a lot of pressure on themselves. Their parents put a lot of pressure on them. Their coaches put a lot of pressure on them and they have trouble dealing with the pressure of a bad pitch or a bad, you know, a bad at bat or bad you know i dropped the ball and we lost the game so athletic training you have to deal with the mental side of it because you're dealing with a person who has emotions yeah good thank you um for uh your current position with turner high school and children's mercy um how does that placement work like when you're you're, you're paid by children's mercy and not turner high school so how does that um, work within the it's athletic training is unique in the fact that you can work for one place and then 
outreach or be assigned or you know work in different locations athletic trainers work for the military they work for you know industrial like amazon and then there's a section of student of athletic trainers it's called secondary athletic training secondary schools which is what i've done and when I was in college, Ivan, the head trainer at SMS, told us that you need to have a teaching degree because the greatest need for athletic trainers at that time was in the schools, taking right. care of the kids, you know, one practice and stuff after school. So that I have a teaching degree. haven't used it in a long time, but I have one because uh, I've been lucky enough to um, not have to do that. But there are the first 15 years of my career, I was a teacher trainer, taught during the day and then covered sports and stuff after school. Um, but the way it works with a lot of outreach organizations is a PT clinic, a, a hospital will hire the athletic trainers and then they have contracts with what they call their partner schools. And the relationship between Turner and Children's Mercy and the, several other schools in the Kansas City area that Children's Mercy partners with, Children's Mercy is a teaching hospital. So, um, we, as our team physician for Turner, we have one of the sports medicine residents that acts as our team physician. So he, you know, he comes to physicals, he comes to games. It's another learning environment for him. Right. And so athletic training, you know, works with the mission of Children's Mercy. It works with the sports medicine clinic. And it's just, I'm, I work technically work for the hospital, but my assignment is at Turner. So when you're when you're not at Turner, because you know the students are in school from seven to two thirty, and you know you get here around two o'clock, what are you doing outside of the school hours that the students don't see when they're not in the training room or they're not at practice or they're not in their games? Sometimes we cover cover other events in the morning, um, like the NAIA tournament is coming up. We will cover take shifts covering that in the morning. We've asked, been asked to cover NCAA bowling championship that's going to be held in Kansas City this year. So we cover stuff like that. We have do our administrative tasks of injury reports, lots of emails back and forth with coaches, um, supply ordering, CPR certification. I get to do that again on the 16th. Just a lot of those things that we can't do on the field that are still part of athletic training. So are you, then when you're not at the high school, are you at Children's Mercy downtown or Children's out west? Well, since COVID hit, especially, we've been just doing these events from home. Okay. Um, before COVID hit, you know, well, if we're covering an outside event like the NAIA or the NCAA or S Sporting Blue Valley or all the other little things we have, we're at those fields. Right. But if we're doing our administrative tasks, we use or we have a lot of meetings too. We have a different, a lot of different committees. So before COVID hit, we would, a lot of times we would do those out at Village West, or we would do them down at Adele Hall, which is the main Children's Mercy campus. Right. But thanks to COVID, they've all become like this. A lot of Teams meetings. A lot of remote work, yeah, yeah. And it, it works out pretty easy uh, with that. Um, yeah. Now, with your current position with Children's, uh, what type of benefits do you get as far as, not like health insurance benefits, but like, as a PE teacher, a lot of people see my job as, oh, you get to go play basketball or kickball all day. Um, what kind of benefits are there of being an athletic trainer? Um, 
I mean, it all to me, it all goes back to the kids. Yeah. You know, I I've worked in the clinic before, and some people really like that. I, you know, it really wasn't for me because you would see a kid for five minutes and then never see them again. And he's like, did they did they heal okay? Did they have a good comeback to sports? Did they drop out? You know, you know, it's like an unfinished book. It's like what happened with that that teacher trainer type thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, and I like the relationship that I build with the kids. Where you know, ten years later, I've got kids that when they have a kid, they're like, hey, Linda, look, you know. So my teaching philosophy when I was a teacher was the fact. You know, I don't care what my bank account says. I don't care what kind of car I drive. Was I important in the life of a child? Right. And that's my athletic training philosophy, too. Okay. So did, did you grow up playing sports then? Yes. Okay. I played softball probably from the time I was like your kids playing with a baseball, only we had a big hay field and we would go play in the hay field. So um, played softball, high school, played bat. I mean, my high school, everybody played everything. Yeah. I went to a small 3A high school in Missouri. So I was in drum and bugle corps. I was in concert band. I was a cheerleader. I played softball. Okay. Just lots of different things. So did any of that love and passion for sports growing up make you think about wanting to be involved in uh, athletics somehow after uh, you were done playing? Um, yeah, I had my orig- original intent was to be a doctor. And then I injured my ankle playing softball and met an athletic trainer. And there were a couple of older girls that went to my same high school who'd gone into athletic training. And so it's kind of like, oh, what's this? And it's like, oh, it's sports and medicine. So I can stay in sports and still do the thing that I'm interested in. Great. Yeah, that's that's a big, big plus right there. Um, So what what do you wish you knew in high school or maybe your early college days? just academically about um, the athletic training field or sports medicine uh, that would help you in your current position as an athletic trainer? Um, I mean, one of the things about athletic training is you, you start with this little bitty bit of knowledge, kind of like the book knowledge, as my mom would call it. Right. And then you build upon that as you see things and experience things, because I used to call it the things they didn't cover in college. Which are, right. You know, which is because, I mean, when I was a teacher, I had a little girl come up and she's like, oh, I won't be here next week. And I'm like, oh, really? Are you going on a trip? And she's like, yeah, I have to go to St. Jude's. My cancer's back. They didn't cover that in school. And those are the things that honestly make can kind of make or break any career is handling those things they don't cover in college. So if I think if I had to take any class, you know, I've had to go back and take different classes, which you don't really have a whole lot of choices in your classes. There's a set schedule and you take them all. You could choose, right? Yeah. I probably would have taken more psychology classes just to um, better understand that sports psychology. I have a friend who's a sports psychologist and I ask him questions all the time of should I, is this the right way to handle this? Should I, or should I have done something different? Because that's a part that you kind of have to learn on your feet. Right. Um, so with that, I know that we've talked in the past about um, just some of the weird uh, weird things that happen as you see in athletic training. Um, what would you recommend for students that are thinking about athletic training that if 
if you don't like this, then this job isn't for you. Feet. Feet. I will have kids that shadow me every year, and the first time I take off a wet, nasty football cleat, and off comes this sock, and they're like, oh, no, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. If you can't deal with that, athletic training is not for you because that's just part of the job. And the same thing if you, you know, if you don't like being outside when it's hot, you don't like being outside when it's cold, you can still be an athletic trainer, but you're not going to be a secondary school athletic trainer. You're going to be a clinic trainer or, you know, one of those, you know, go work for, there, there's athletic trainers that cover swimming pools. Right. You know, that. There's, ankles in swimming pools. Yeah. At least not dirty, nasty, muddy ankles anyway. <laughs> exactly. Um, so. Let's talk about some of your specialties and or certifications. I know that we've uh, done some, seen some rock blade stuff with you and with our mm -hmm. students. Um, what other types of certifications uh, do you have or that are coming out that you've thought about looking into? Well, I mean, one of the things that you, I mean, uh, one of the facts about athletic training is you're supervised by a physician and you're also um, work under a practice act for your state, what they call your state practice act. So every year, the doctor that I work with, my cooperating physician, has to fill out what's called a protocol. And that protocol determines what he will allow me to do under the Practice Act. So like in Kansas, we can't do things like cupping, which is a yeah. the Michael, you know, the, the, um, the swimmer, I can't think of his last name. Michael Phelps with a great big red, okay, that's from a, a technique or techno or a, modality called cupping and in kansas we can't do in some athletic they haven't got that on our practice act yet right some people do it under you know different things you know because the protocols are pretty broad there are certain things you can do so and things like dry needling it's not quite on the kansas practice act yet so sometimes you're with contained by that and and also by what equipment you have if I hadn't bought my Brock blades, then Turner wouldn't have access to them. Right. So, but um, rock blades is what's called instrument assisted soft tissue mobilization. So I took a class and have a certification in that. And those are things that are above and beyond my national and my national certification and my state license. Um, if you had one product to recommend to other athletic trainers, that helps you with your daily duties and job, what product uh, would you recommend people looking right, into? Right now it's my Kubota pumpkin. <laughs> because I'm trying to, I have four, you know, I have a track field down here, I have a soccer field up there, and then the throwers are up behind the school, right. baseball and softball's over there, so. I mean, if they made a teleportation device, you know, Scotty beam me up, that would be even better. Exactly. Because uh, I'm just spread out. Like a, a, a smaller object that you would use. Oh, a smaller object? Um, really, really thing that you use in the training room. I think right now, it, I mean, the thing I probably use the most of is my rigid toolbox. It's okay. the three-piece toolbox that I got at Home Depot. It's rugged and tough, and it's waterproof, and it comes apart in pieces. You know, when I'm working a football game, you know, you got to have an AED. You can't, it can't get wet. So I can put it in that bottom box, lock it down, and it's, I don't have to worry about it getting wet because it's completely waterproof. And I can 
carry a lot of supplies in that thing and it's on wheels and away it goes so right. okay that's a that's a that's a very good one um and then what's a because of a uh, random incident that you've had over the years of being an athletic trainer what's a weird object that you keep in your kit a weird object i keep in my kit um a sewing kit yeah a lot of athletic trainers don't keep that i had a coach a young coach at a basketball game split the back of her pants and so right. at halftime i was sewing <laughs> sewing her pants back together so that would not going. be something that normally people would think of having in their uh, in their athletic training kit um yeah. and then professional development or ceus um how often and how much ceus continuing education credits do athletic trainers need? Okay, for the National Athletic Trainers Association, which is who my board, or the board of certification for athletic trainers, I have to have, I believe it's 50 every two years. The state of Kansas requires that I have 25 per year. Okay. So, so the equals out. Yeah. But it, that's a Kansas requirement. A lot of um, athletic trainers will do all 50 of them in one year and then ignore it the, for the next year. In Kansas, they won't allow us to do that. you got to do 25 per year. What are some What are some of the hours that you, you take? Um, it, part of, if you're a member of the National Athletic Trainers Association, you get 10 free CEUs a year. So um, I will go on there to their website and look at just the ones that interest me or affect you know, where I'm working, because right. there'll be some of them that are directed for young professionals. There'll be some that are directed for the military trainers and that are for, you know, dance, but you can take any of them that you want. I've taken, you know, recently you've taken a lot of COVID stuff right. just to learn it, you know, just to learn more about it. Um, concussions, always one that with the new advances concussions, because I deal with a lot of those rehab always, you know, with, some new trick that they've learned to get an ankle better, you know, faster and get them back on the field. Um, it, it just depends because it's a random selection every year. It changes. So with all, I mean, with the COVID going on and the concussion protocols and the, we talked about the, uh, being the second emotional support person for the, for the student athletes, um, as a mandated reporter, what, what do you do for, um, like, what do a lot, well, I guess you personally, but what do you do for stress relief to get yourself away from, um, you know, being your happy place? Well, I have a 12-year-old son, so a lot of it, sometimes it's just playing cards with him, right. you know, taking that athletic training hat off the door and, and being mom, cooking dinner. Um, I'm a member of the DAR, um, so I do a lot of service stuff with them, whether it, you know, so, you know, the first Saturday or second Saturday in October, in December, we go to the cemetery and we place wreaths on the veterans' graves. Right. It's kind of a stress reliever for me because I'm doing something for someone else. I do a lot of genealogy for the DAR, so that's a puzzle that's not yeah. medical related. Right. Absolutely. So, and I quilt too. So. Good. Well, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. We'll let you get back to uh, doing your daily duties. Yep. We're just seeing you back up here at the high school soon. 
couple hours. <laughs> exactly. Bye.